From the Montclair State State School School of Communication. And media at WMSC-FM. The latest on business, technology, and media issues. You're listening to the Media Download Podcast. Hello and welcome to Media Download. I'm Christian Curatola. Today I'm joined in studio by filmmaker Kathy Rose. Her work has evolved from her early drawn animated films of the 1970s through her unique and pioneering performance work combining dance with film in the 1980s and 90s to her current surreal performance video spectacles and installations with influence from symbolist art and Japanese no theater. Hi, welcome Kathy. Thank you. So... Uh, I guess first and foremost, where does your art come from? Like, how did it kind of coalesce into what it is now? Well, as you read in your uh, your introduction, I actually began uh, doing an- animation. I actually I was a film student at the Philadelphia College of Art many years ago, and I was basically doing experimental film, live action film. Then I got captivated by an artist work, uh, artist named Yoji Kuri, a Japanese artist animator. And I started getting fascinated by animation, and I was basically self-taught. And that led me eventually to CalArts, where I majored uh, for my master's degree in animation. And I had also been dancing with the dance company in Philadelphia, where I was uh, an undergraduate, and um, a company called Group Motion that was a multimedia performance company. Um, So after I learned the animation, I graduated from CalArts. I had this desire to to dance again. And at that point, I got a media arts grant, which I didn't know what to do with because I did not feel like making another animation. And uh, I ended up doing a performance with the animation. And that started me on the whole road towards performance with media. Um, And it was very unusual at the time. It's not that people weren't doing performance with media, but I did it in such detail, and and it was so the fact that I was a dance, the dancer, the choreographer, and I was also doing the animation, made it very specific. So I started at that point, and I did that for I suppose about seven, ten years, performing and touring all over with uh, with film, uh, animation, and live action. So what exactly does one of your performances now look like? It's a combination of dance and video, but how would you explain that to somebody? Yeah, at, at this point, I've done a number of film performances with, with media. I've also done a few without any, but most of them have media, such as film. And recently, I, I did, I mean, the last 10 years, I got involved in video. So um, uh, so along the way, what the point at which I've arrived right now is that I'm interested in in live performance in depth, so I actually perform not just with the screen and a projection on me, but with veils, so that there's a feeling of depth and layers that goes on. Um, and it's not, there's no narrative. It's really quite surreal, and it's kind of an abstract narrative, if, if you want to think about it as being a narrative. Um, and I often do the sound work myself, although there have been times that I've used music that others have made for me. Uh, some of those will be shown tonight. Um, but it's it's a multimedia performance. It's meant to be something that makes you really wonder, what am I tripping now? What's going on? You know, what am I looking at? And um, which is funny because I myself never used LSD, but what I make looks like this could be what she used, which I didn't. Um, so it's very hallucinatory, and that w- that's my intent 
to make something that's puzzling where you really wonder, what is going on here? Am I really seeing this? Um, and that's, that's the effect of the live performance work. But aside from the live performance work, a lot of what I'm showing here also are videos, because I started working, again, with single-channel videos in about 2003 or something like that. Um, and I, so I've been making videos for a while now. I've got a lot of them, and uh, they're very surrealist. They're very uh, um, influenced by collage art, and... Um, and they have played in a lot of screen dance festivals. And I've also found places like the fashion film festivals are very interested in this type of this type of work because those are where there's a lot of creative stuff going on in those fields, both of those fields. So I, I show there a lot. So what would you so would you say the main goal of your work is to get people to go like, whoa, man, whoa, like <laughs> it, or is is there something else? Is there ever any time where you want to try to convey a message or is the message the medium? I don't really work with messages because I think that if you depart, if you work with a message or things like that, you're kind of departing from, from the genre of video. And when you, I often tell my students, don't you, when you work on something, don't, don't try to make a narrative or try to connect it with a theme. You'll have your hands full, especially in the type of work that I do, working with media and performance or with surreal videos, just to get things to happen. And you, your, your entire work is based on, um, on uh, following the medium itself and not being, having to adhere to or obey music or narrative or stories. I mean, that's for other other types of artists. So um, I don't I generally don't go for a message. Sometimes they come out. I mean, there's one film that I'm showing here called Spirit of the uh, Spirit of the Insects. And I think it shows something about the universality of death and of uh, living things in the universe. And that's something that just sort of happened while I was working on it. Because when you're doing the work, the work introduces you to to the issues at hand that come up, and that's where you find the content of what you're doing, not by deciding ahead of time, I'm going to make something with this theme and that, it's going to be about that. Let writers do that. You know, this is media, this is art, and you're sort of following the medium itself. So would you say that surrealism or video kind of lends itself very well to surrealism? Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean... All these things are, you know, things from the imagination. I mean, I, as I said, I was an animator, and that's the animators work purely from their imagination. They make things happen that don't normally happen, um, and I still have that within me to to do that sort of work, to create things that that don't really exist. I mean, I have another piece I'm showing here called um, Ritual of the Fall, where I created creatures that were bird bodies and women's heads, and you sort of like model those things together. And I also find that it's when I'm working on a, on a piece, it's like crafting a jewel, especially because I use the program After Effects and there's a lot of precision involved and a lot of delicate work. And so I like the idea of feeling like I'm crafting something like that. Um, and that's the way someone might do something like that. They wouldn't be thinking about narrative. They'd be break, make, working on the jewel or on you know some, pro, some, some work of art and how to craft it that would be get you know having all their attention so do you think that artistry in at least in terms of a media context has any hope of reaching out to the mainstream or does it just belong in the artist circles well i found that a lot of times people that are not artists are your best viewers because they're not poisoned by this sort of like 
yada 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 you know uh, you know very intellectual or very you know uh, conceptual types of concepts um, I've met people who were not artists at all who totally got it and so I think it's more a question of them having access to this um, having them be able to see um, or experience the the work and they will definitely be viewing it from a very objective viewpoint and probably a very fresh viewpoint um, so it's more about the opportunity to see the work rather than worrying about whether it speaks to them in terms of its theme or does things that they expect it to do. Okay. Uh, so what advice would you have for younger artists who want to get out there and want to really have their vision shown and uh, and maybe don't really have a vehicle right now? Well, I think the, I think the, the main key is getting your feet in the water, working no matter what. No matter what happens to you, you just keep working, and then you find the channels that that work. You know, you take some, you know, enter some festivals. For example, if you're a media artist, there are lots of festivals all over the world, and find out which ones are responsive uh, to what you do. And you have to sort of carve your way doing that. But you can only do it by making the work, and by trying, and by putting it out there, having the guts to put it out there. And you you may get a lot of rejections. I get a lot of rejections. And I get a, a lot of acceptances, but you have to go through, you know, the rejections and just say, okay, the hell with that, you know, I'll enter this one too. Um, so you have to be very cavalier and very, very courageous about getting the work out. And you must be addressing it constantly and working on it every, every chance you can get. Uh, how do you feel about the artistic potential of something like YouTube or just the internet in general? I, I think I think it's great. I think there's a lot of potential for one thing. The vid the images sure look a lot better on you know online than you they would print it on paper sometimes. I mean, things are very accessible and they're very clear and and it's a it's a good way to to send things out and have it seen, whether it's video on something like Vimeo, which is a very good platform or uh, or whether it's a, a you know a still image of a of a work. Uh, I think the internet has a lot of very positive things, and there's all kinds of wonderful channels in some of these. Uh, things like Vimeo and YouTube and uh, much even beyond that, of course. Have you ventured out there or are you mo are you still sticking mostly to the festival circuit and so on? Well, I have a Vimeo channel and um, I've actually recently also put stuff up on, on Instagram, which I think is very interesting. Um, uh, so I, I pretty much, you know, and I have a website that I designed and so I keep that fairly current. Um, so all those things keep very active with that and anytime someone has a link to a show I'm doing or something, or if there's something like that, I'll put it up on the website or I'll send it to people. So it's just a question of like taking every every opportunity and just using it. Okay. Um, is that uh, where would somebody go to actually find you? Like, what are uh, what are the names of those Vimeo accounts? Well, for one thing, my website is krose.com, and I have everything up there. I've got animation. I've got performance work. Uh, you know, documents of performance work. I've got videos. I've got everything. And that's something that I keep fairly current. And on Vimeo, I have a lot of things that, that are there. Occasionally, I'll put, uh, I'll redo a piece or make a correction or make something that's meant for a festival that has to be an excerpt or something. So I have a lot of stuff on my Vimeo channel. But I think the website is probably the best the best way to go, krose.com. Okay. Um, thank you so much for coming in. You're welcome. It's been an absolute pleasure. If you would like to tune into more episodes of Media Download, go to SoundCloud slash WMSC or WMSCRadio.com and click on the On Demand tab. For Media Download, I'm Christian Curatola.